Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time it may be that you're joining us, welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were all that and a bag of chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. Put down my cookie now! On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about Jingle All the Way. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, we are back. And like Sam mentioned, this week we're talking about Jingle All the Way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger 1996 film. Um, But before we get into that, Sam, tell us and tell the listeners how you grew up this week. Uh, This week was our last week of school. Um, So I'm on my Christmas break now. Hallelujah. Uh, It has been a wild first. I mean, technically, our next quarter is is like the end of uh, January because we started late. But damn it this is we're halfway through the year i need i need this break (laughs) um so now i'm just on my break i'm chilling i started watching a new show because i like besides youtube videos i don't have like a show that i've been watching so i started watching big mo (laughs) have you ever seen this show the the animated one yes isn't it about like puberty or something like that yeah (laughs) yeah i watched like 10 minutes of it i don't i don't even remember what the context of why we were watching this is i'm Uh sure there was alcohol involved but i remember just looking at it like i was like what in the hell am i watching (laughs) i it is so childish but like i don't know it's it's kind of relatable because obviously we've all gone through puberty i mean most of us at 28 years old have gone through puberty and middle school and just all that kind of stuff and the show is about is like supposed is kind of based off nick crawl's uh childhood oh yeah i guess um so it i just think it's hilarious it's so immature i'm not going to suggest anyone watch it because i know that if someone does they'll come back to me and say my god sam you need to grow up the hell did you suggest for us here <laughs> yes yeah but i think it's hilarious and it is a great um like background um tv show to have on while i'm doing stuff interesting i've watched yeah i've watched a few minutes of it but that's one i don't know if i'll i, I was kind of weirded out by the 10 minutes that i watched so did you see the know, hormone monsters huh did you see the hormone monsters Dude, I know that I watched some of it, but I honestly don't remember anything from it. It's ridiculous. I don't. I, I would at like three in the morning one time, like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was after I went ice skating. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that would make more sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so how did I grow up this week? I have started playing a new video game called Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Oh yeah. You played these? Have you yeah, did you play Shadow of Mordor? No, I did not because I'm only playing this one because it was free for like PlayStation Plus members in like 
uh, November or December. So I bought it like a, I got it for free like a, several months ago, like a couple months ago. Ethan, I am 99% sure that I have tried to get you to play these games before because they're incredible. You might have. I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. I did it's not play so the first fun. One. So I had to have Braden give me like a quick rundown of like a plot synopsis mm-hmm. and like not mm-hmm. very much happens in the first one. It actually gives you a plot synopsis at the beginning of this game. Okay. And like not that much happens. So I was like, okay, like the good enough, whatever. Mm-hmm. figured out but yeah it's a lot of fun it's kind of overwhelming just because there's like it is there's, there's so, so much, much to it and i get that's why that's my problem with open world games is that i get overwhelmed and there's just too much to do and i feel like i don't make any headway so like i have a good system going i'm like i knock out like two or three story missions and then i just knock out side missions as i head to the next one like i cannot take too much time to go do a ton of side stuff or i'll get frustrated or get bored Oh, I just loved going around knocking off warlords. Is that yeah. is that what the like top ones are called? I can't I can't remember. I haven't, I haven't even got to the top ones yet. I think I'm at like war chiefs and cap captains and war yeah, chiefs. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. War but there's chiefs. enough of them that it's it's. I still kill like five or six on my way to every mission. They're every mm-hmm. like every five steps. There's a new war uh, captain or whatever. And he's, it's a lot of. Fun. I'm about to go. I think I'm gonna go bust that game back out. Dude, you should. It's it's, really, so, really it's fun. so fun. Yeah. I think I'm like I was I think I'm like a third of the way through or so and I haven't even played that okay. much only like eight or nine hours over the last couple of weeks okay uh, so that's been good and uh I teased this to you earlier but I started um re-watching a few episodes of a classic that's probably a little too new for us to cover for the show Teen Mom 2 no probably the same time <laughs> so time frame though it, I watched like 10 episodes of the Jersey Shore <laughs> They're on Hulu. I think I don't know. I think that might be worth throwing in there. I know it's a, it's probably a stretch, but I think everyone is nostalgic over that show, whether think, good or bad. Yeah, it started in like 2006. I looked when we were watching it. I was like, I wonder if we could cover this. But oh my gosh, dude, that show is so chaotic and so amazing. It brought me back to like our senior year, freshman year of college. Do you remember when we'd have like Jersey Thursday and everybody would get together in the lobby? area over and watch Jersey Shore. Yep. I do remember that actually. Yeah. Man, Jersey Shore was still out like Yeah. Yeah. And that was 2011. That doesn't seem right. There's a lot of seasons. So I was rewatching, I watched the end of the first season and then like the first five or six episodes of the second season. It was hilarious. It was the uh the last the last episode we watched was when they gave um Sammy the note. And it's like that first night at bed, Ron made out with two fat chicks <laughs> and took a shot between the waitress's breasts. <laughs> oh my God, dude. It was incredible. I was laughing so hard. It was, that was very nostalgic for me. So we should actually cover that at some point. It's pretty incredible. So that's how I grew up this week. So been very productive. Cool. I have, when this episode comes out, will be my last day of work until Christmas or winter break. So I'll have like two weeks. I think I have like 12 days off after that. So I'm very nice. excited. I could definitely use, I could use a few days and we're going to, we're going to knock out some good recordings over that time. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That, I'm going to, that, yeah, I'll be excited for that. Okay. So we are ready for today's music mystery. So Sam, I'm excited to see what you got for us today. Here we go. Hit that drop. you 
All right, Ethan. So two weeks in a row, you and Jenny got it on the first hint. And I was, I was, I got to be honest, I was pretty butthurt about it. I was pretty <laughs> upset. So I screened the questions this week, asked Jenny. Um, I also decided I was not going to give away the gender of the artist just to make it a little bit more difficult. Oh. Okay. And if you get it on the first one, I'm gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> so don't don't do it again. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, ready, ready. All right, hint number one. This artist was born in 1975 in Queens, New York. Born in Queens. Um, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the amount of times that that ran through my head rereading these questions was ridiculous. <laughs> but incorrect. It is not Peter Parker. Dang it. Number two. This artist was ranked the sixth best artist of the 2000s by Billboard. Sixth best artist? Uh, Justin Timberlake. Incorrect. Nah. Uh, hint number three. This artist began their rise to fame after releasing the underground single, How to Rob. How to Rob? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, Exhibit. Incorrect. Hint number four. Oh, I thought you said artist. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, it is not Exhibit. <laughs> It is not Pimp My Ride. <laughs> oh, we need to review that show. Yes, we do need to do Pimp My Ride. <laughs> okay, back on track. Focus, focus. Hint number four. This artist was hospitalized for 13 days after suffering nine gunshot wounds. Oh, 50 Cent. Ding, ding, ding. Yay! I yep. got it. Um, I have to give you this last hint. I, I was kind of proud of this one. Hint number five. You can find this artist in the club. He'll take you to the candy shop. <laughs> He's a mother P-I-M-P. <laughs> oh, shit. That's really good. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yay. I'm glad I got that one. Yeah. I thought that was a good one. Oh, we I love 50 Cent. We should cover Pit My Ride, and we should also do uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. The movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I knew if I said Get Rich or Die Trying or I, I said any of his popular songs, it'd be an, an instant giveaway. Like, he, he was huge in the, like, mid, early 2000s. Oh, like, the mid-2000s. I think 2005 was his second album. Okay. I believe. That sounds about right. And, yeah, his first album, Get Rich or Die Trying, was huge yeah get richard i try and has very very bad reviews i'm looking at that like yeah 2005 the movie yeah you mean yeah. oh that doesn't surprise me there's a video game i know i was gonna mention that it's like there was some bug in that game i, don't, I read this or saw it on a video of some sort a long time ago mm -hmm. but there was a bug that like on xbox that game was impossible like it literally is impossible to finish really yeah <laughs> like there's like a it, or it's like next to impossible like there's some not like a boss fight or whatever, but there's some mini uh -huh. play where you're like trying to push somebody off of a ledge and you like can't, it like won't let you do it. Hmm. 
Do you ever play the Def Jam games? No, they looked so stupid. <laughs> oh man, I had I had Def Jam Fight for New York, I think. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh once on Black Friday, there was a deal on a bunch of video there's because there's always deal deals on video games. And my mom was at Kohl's and I went over to Target to get video games. So I get I was I stood in line for I don't know how you know like every you know how long it is on Black Friday like it's ridiculous. I get up there with my like buy three get one video games and then I couldn't buy the fifty cent like bulletproof game because it was T for Teen. Oh, it sucks. And I was like, I was like, what? What, what do you mean? I was like, no, I need this game. And I think I ended up getting out of them. It was heartbreaking. Dang, yeah, that sucks. I like didn't even think about it. I was like, dude, do you know what I watch at home? Like, just <laughs> let me get this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, my parents have worse influences on me than this game could ever be. <laughs> One time, Taylor anyway. and I got to a, we got into a Pirates of the Caribbean movie when I was 12 and he was like 10. And it was a PG-13 uh-huh. movie, and we thought we were freaking. Oh, we really? Talked about this before, but yeah, they didn't even question us or anything. We thought we were so freaking cool. There's, there's supposed to be an adult with us there, and he like, uh-huh. there. It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's get into it. So, what is your history with Jingle All the Way, and why did we want to cover that this week? Um, I don't have an extensive history with Jingle All the Way. I. I kind of forgot about it, and I, I don't know. I mean, I collect action figures, so I probably just, like, looked at one and was like, oh, yeah, what was that one movie? And then it just, like, popped in my head. I was like, oh, I'd like to watch that because I, I couldn't really remember it. So I I thought it would be refreshing to watch something that I actually didn't have a, like, didn't have much of a base going into. Gotcha. Uh, it's kind of the opposite for me. I've actually seen this movie probably a dozen times. Um, it, okay. I loved it when I was younger. Like we owned this on VHS. Okay. A throwback we're going here. We had this VHS tape, and in my dad's car that he had at the time, it was that uh, you probably never said this before, way before college, but he had a big red Dodge Durango that had mm-hmm. a like a TV in the middle uh-huh. of it, and so you could. Well, we had a VCR player in the back that connected to the TV. Isn't that crazy? Nuts. <laughs> no, I feel like that's not really a thing anymore. Like TVs. Well, I was just gonna say, like, now, so they don't need them. Exactly. Like everyone has iPads or tablets, smartphones, whatever. So like having a DVD player or a VCR or anything in your vehicle is obsolete. That makes sense. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's one thing uh, that I miss about like pin my ride now. They used to put TVs like on the the back of tires. <laughs> I know. They'd be like. You hit this button, we got nine TVs coming down. We got one, we got one in this back of this seat. We got one in the bottom of the floor if you flip the seat up. We got a TV on the mud flat. I'm like, why? <laughs> Who's gonna watch that? If you lift up the hood and turn it 90 degrees, we got three more TVs in here. Yep. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but yeah, having that VCR play on that TV was so cool. It stopped working pretty quickly. Like I think it killed his <laughs> battery or something. Like we it could uh-huh. for like two months. But like anytime we'd go on a road trip, we had Jingle All the Way, and I think we had like Monsters Inc. or something were like two of the ones that we had in his car. So okay. I've seen this movie like a dozen times. It's probably okay. been, it's probably been 
10, 15 years since I've seen this movie though. So it was, I remembered parts of it. Um, mm-hmm. Some part- I remembered parts of it also. I remember that I loved this movie and then we looked at reviews and stuff and reviews are terrible for this. Oh, movie. they're so bad. It's got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is interesting because Home Alone had bad reviews too. I know. Now Home Alone is like considered a classic. Mm-hmm. I don't think this, I would mm-hmm. not say this movie is like considered a classic by any means, but but yeah, I don't I don't know why people are hating on this movie so much. But I know. Yep, I thought the same thing. Yeah, so I was very excited to cover this because I yeah. haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I thought it was so great. Probably because it just had Turbo Man, and I was just into like superheroes, and I never clicked uh-huh. into figures, but I understood it, so I was excited about the the Power Rangers knockoff TV part of it that this movie starts out with. So yes yeah (laughs) i'll talk about that when we get to our coverage oh yeah all right before we get into our coverage we're going to talk about some behind the scenes stuff so we're going to hit you with some cool facts right after this drop you know what cool is that that's cool all right so kicking off this week of cool facts this movie was produced by apparently this guy produced just every movie from my childhood, Chris Columbus. Yeah, what the hell? I swear every movie, like, like three of our last like five movies have all been produced by. Chris uh huh. He he did. He's done this and Home Alone and Harry Potter. Yeah, that's nuts. At least Why is he doing every movie. I know. How have I never? I mean, I've had probably maybe I have heard of this guy. But Chris and Christopher, maybe I've just gotten them both <laughs> mixed up. But yeah, he, he directed this. And he wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron. But he thought he was too short. Yeah, I saw that. And um, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about how when they read that fact, they were like kind of disappointed because Joe Pesci's awesome. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, he, he could have done that role. Like, it would have been fine. But then when he saw like how physical this role is, like him and... Schwarzenegger like interact all the time he was like oh yeah it's probably good they pick someone yeah yeah um so this is loosely I mean it's loosely based on the like cabbage patch kids and tickle me elmo shopping crazes yeah like I feel like it's not every year that there's a toy that people are like trying to kill each other for but I remember like when Hatchimals came out I was I remember shopping that Black Friday and parents were like mauling each other trying to get these freaking Hatchimals for their kids I don't know what a Hatchimal is this movie did remind me of uh going Black Friday shopping with you and your family that one year yes yes I put that in my notes I was like it's funny that this is a comedy movie but this is literally Americans every Black Friday after Thanksgiving now it's just mauling each other pushing each other trying to get in the store yeah it's like this movie is a comedy but it's also like a it's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. It's like a play <laughs> on like consumerism. Mm-hmm. And so like it's it is funny, but it's also like, yeah, no, you people are stupid and idiots every Black Friday or Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie uh, was filmed like really, really like thrown together at the last minute. And filmed, it took them five weeks. Yeah. They filmed this whole thing in like five weeks and they only even like rushed it because Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be in the Planet of the Apes movie. And then it got like postponed. And so they're like, oh, Schwarzenegger's available. Let's just throw him in this movie real quick. So weird. Um, I was pretty excited to see that they were filming at the Mall of America and around Minneapolis. Yeah. That's not where I'm from. That's but true. I spent a lot of time there as a kid. 
yeah, it's like that most of um, most of this whole movie was shot in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Only the parade was shot in California. Okay. And that was like most yeah. of their whole filming. Like they like three weeks of their filming was for the parade. That doesn't shock me though. And then like the other, but they filmed the rest of the movie, like the first hour of it in like two weeks. Huh. That part's insane. Yeah. Uh, let me see. You can buy official Turbo Man action figures on eBay. Oh, are they expensive? Are they really expensive? Um, this bid has 18 hours left. And it's at $117. Jeez. For the tur- like li- the Turbo Man from the movie. Like the exact 13 and a half inches tall, talking, like all of that. Oh, yeah. Pre-owned by Tiger. Is that the one I'm looking at? Maybe. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it says oh, in the description. Yep, yep. Holy crap. <laughs> Ethan, this is insane. Um, sold December 21st. Mint in box. $630. Damn. That's nuts. His real life imitating art. Yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah, like they didn't even have time to like push out because someone critiqued, criticized this movie as like a ploy to get kids to buy dolls, which first of all, everything that came out in the 90s was a ploy to get kids to buy. Yeah, well, I mean, not even the night, like He-Man, those toys like the toys were made first and then the characters would show up in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Pokemon. They made a video yeah. game and then a TV show and then car yeah. and then toys yeah. and then movie. Like they, everything at that time was in now in the same way, but exactly. If that was their goal. They did a bad job of it because everybody else did it way better. <laughs> they, yeah. I mean, they, they just said that in that department, they just set themselves up to fail. Yeah. You, you can't just can't do that. This is ridiculous, Ethan. This, these are some that were out of the box, but this one sold for 162, 135, 460, 500. Holy hell. That's nuts. Yeah. What's the most expensive uh, action figure you've ever bought? The most I've ever spent on one. Hmm. I try to not go too above retail. I spend a lot of time um, hunting them down. I think the most I've spent, hmm. let me come back in five minutes. I'll think about it while we're throwing out some more facts. All right, yeah, this last one about the, the actual like action figure itself. This one said they originally sold for $25, but they only went to 2,300 total Walmarts. Oh, oh, that's- I feel like that's not very many. No, no. How many Walmarts are there? <laughs> in America, there's like 4,700. See, like, it only even went to like half the Walmarts. Man, that sucks. Crazy. Like, how crazy was the demand for them then? Probably not that much, I would guess. This movie wasn't, like, it did pretty well in the box office. It made um, $129 million on a $79 million budget. Okay. But this movie wasn't that it was like the number four movie in theaters when it came out and it was reviewed really terribly so probably Hmm. not that much honestly i think this movie kind of like we said with home alone like it's aged a little bit more people like it a little bit more now than they did when it came out yeah all right ethan i'm going through looking at uh, some old ebay listings to see some stuff i've bought um (laughs) 
So this this prorates to twenty dollars figure, which is retail. But I bought a Guardians of the Galaxy comic version of the characters, a box set for a hundred dollars. Good lord! There's five people in there. Um, yes, but um, Rocket Raccoon is basically just a statue, so I, I can't count him as a full twenty dollar figure. Uh, um, that's probably the most I spent on a single purchase. I think I might have spent um, like forty dollars on a couple of the superheroes, like trying to catch up, because I started collecting them before or like late, technically. Yeah. I don't try to get too outrageous for one figure though because then i just set it on my shelf and stare at it hoping it doesn't break <laughs> yeah uh, all right uh, all right do you have any other cool facts you want to talk about um oh i got a, a weird a, a weird one okay there was a sequel a quasi sequel to this movie made by um wwe studios um, that starred Santino Morella. I okay. I th I thought so. That's interesting. I will never watch, have not, and will not ever watch this. And it seems awful. Actually, most WWE Studios movies are pretty awful. So I have no faith that they made a good remake. It's not even like a sequel or a remake. It's just like a different cast and similar premise. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, sounds terrible. And they uh, interviewed um, Sinbad about it, and he said, uh -huh. well, they're doing a new version without me? Ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll talk about when we get into our coverage, but I hardcore agree with that statement, actually. Sinbad is the MVP of this movie. <laughs> I, I agree. Oh, okay, real thing. And we can even talk about coverage more, but um, most of Sinbad's dialogue was uh, uh, made up on the spot. Yep, I saw that. Which makes sense because he's just going on some wild tangents like the whole movie. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Um, it, was, it was a pretty short week for cool facts. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So um, we will get into our coverage of uh, Jingle All the Way and then and we'll do our plot synopsis, of course. We will not forget to do that again this week. Um, nope, I already got it screenshotted. Good, yeah. Well, we'll do all of that uh, when we come back from this quick break. All right, man, let's do it. We're going to talk about the 1996 Arnold Schwarzenegger slash Christopher Columbus, or I guess just Chris Columbus film, uh, Jingle All the Way. So you want to start us off with the synopsis, plot synopsis. Yep, I got to get it pulled back up. All right, so the synopsis for Jingle All the Way goes as so. Workaholic Howard Langston wants to make things up to his son, Jamie, and wife Liz. He promises to get Jamie the hottest toy of the season, Turbo Man, even though it's Christmas Eve and the toy is practically sold out. As Langston hunts down the elusive gift, he runs into Mailman Myron, another father on the same quest. With the clock winding down, Langston's moral code is tested as he starts to learn the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah, his moral code is not tested. He learned oh my God. despicable stuff this entire movie. Not the whole movie. The he whole never movie. learns his lesson. He doesn't. Even, well, like, oh, I won't cut all the way to the end, but like, even at the end, he's still, like, a shitty dad and a bad husband. And Yes. Even the way he, like, tried to get his son the doll, 
was like sketchy and illegal and would never people would be so mad if like you controlled this contest and gave your own kid the doll y- yes yeah nuts but anyway we won't skip to the end but you know yeah. Yeah, that part i har- harsh disagree he does not learn the christmas spirit at all in this movie yep yep <laughs> i concur um okay so real quick what do you how do you feel about arnold schwarzenegger as an actor just in general um i wrote arnold schwarzenegger can only be the terminator no matter what movie he's in he is the terminator i it's probably we may need to cover the terminator because i don't even know when that movie came out but i don't know for a fact that i've seen it i have not i i didn't really get into them as a kid and like they just i didn't find them very entertaining that was like right before my like when i really got into pop culture stuff that's like just before me, the generation right before me. I didn't really, because I bet it came out in the late 80s. Oh, it was 84. Yeah, okay, that's even early. I was thinking the 80s. I didn't realize oh, it was that early. I was thinking late 80s, but dude, that movie has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Dang, that's crazy. We should do <laughs> like a like a special like 80s episode where we review like stuff before our time. Yeah. And like invite our moms to be on it. Like, what were you doing? (laughs) That's a good idea. Oh, that would be so fun. But anyway, yeah. So I, um, I really go back and forth on whether I cannot stand Arnold Schwarzenegger in movies or whether I like ironically like him a lot in movies. Yeah. My thing for this was if, if that's all you pay attention to is his acting or like his clunkiness through the movie then you're not going to enjoy this at all. Like, honestly, I feel like this is one of his better jobs of being like a, in a comedy movie. I, I, he's like, not that bad <laughs> movie for me. At first, I was like, maybe this is why the reviews are so, the ratings are so bad. But yeah. like, yeah, like you said, I didn't think, like, it was fine. I got over it. I was like, it's just, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, yeah, it's what it, it is what it is. My only complaint, and this isn't even a real complaint, this is just something I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and The Rock have a very similar problem where there needs to be a plot reason for them to be so jacked. Yes. Because like no normal human is just that jacked for no mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. So when they're that jacked and they just walk around and people just like treat them normally and it's not like part of their character, it's impl- it's ridiculous. Like no, no. Uh, what I don't even know what he is exactly. He's like a salesman for like a just some businessman i don't i don't know i didn't really catch what he was selling he just told everyone that he was they were the number one company customer (laughs) yeah i think he was selling because someone had like a problem with the color of a rug or something that they ordered oh you're right right. of some of products but no salesman is 6'3", 270 pounds and three percent body fat like Mm -hmm. there needs to be a plot reason for them to be so yoked yes or else it just looks weird and it's also weird that like his kid doesn't have like an accent or anything like that well you're right you're right like with as thick as his accent is and that's his dad like wouldn't you think some of that would rub off on him um well jenny and i have been watching uh 90 day fiance and one of i I love that show by the way absolutely love it uh macy our old coworker, if she's listening to this uh, she loves that show too and she's told me a lot about it oh hell yeah um there's a girl on well on before the 90 days and her mom was raised in the czech republic she has a very thick accent and her daughter doesn't have one at all hmm. it's possible 
I guess. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I guess people <laughs> always have an accent, but it's just like he's just like not a normal human. So he just like doesn't yeah. fit in with like normal humans walking around. So like, yeah. I feel like if he was like a salesman of like treadmills or something that like there that makes sense like mm-hmm. he's just a big time mm-hmm. fitness guy who's also a salesman there like now his huh. gigantism makes sense but otherwise he's just a j- extremely jacked dude walking around minneapolis for no freaking reason the the neighbor dad or ted is that his name he even yeah. jokes about it. he's like you can't bench press your way out of this one buddy he does thankfully because that's the only time they reference how big he is yep yep um the like, first note that i took was anakin yes it took me a minute to realize who that kid was i had to look it up at first i was like jenny i think that's the kid from big daddy and i was looking at him i was like no oh no that's dylan um dylan cole sprouse yeah 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 yep and i was like oh it's anakin skywalker yes it took me a minute i knew he was a child actor but i didn't want to look anything up while i was watching it and i was like that poor dude i did you look anything up about him yeah well i listened to a podcast okay uh, i normally listen to for before we watch these episodes and yeah they talked he has had a terrible life well he's like paranoid schizophrenia Mm mm-hmm he yeah he was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia he spent time in a psychiatric hospital after he like stopped taking his meds and assaulted his mom yeah and just poor guy i know and a lot of his problems i I don't really know you know it's impossible to know if he had it but like at what point schizophrenia starts Mm -hmm. like we don't fully understand it but like a lot of his issues are because people were just dicks to him. toxic star wars fans yes which we'll Star Wars? I love Star Wars. Oh, I watched the season finale of The Mandalorian last Oh my god. A few moments later. Okay, sorry about that. I gotta interject here before we move on. So, we mentioned that the child is played by the kid who plays Anakin Skywalker. And then Sam and I went on a a ramble about The Mandalorian, because we realized we haven't talked about this, and we just watched the season finale for like 25 minutes. So, we don't remember exactly what we've already talked about (laughs) for this movie. I don't think it was a lot. (laughs) But we're just gonna get right back into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Here we go. Um, okay. So we talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, okay. So what did you think about Sinbad in this movie? He's hilarious. I, he's great. I I thought he was so cool when I was little. Sinbad himself or this character? Sinbad himself. I don't know exactly what Sinbad is all in. Like I know I recognize him. Mm-hmm. But I've never been. I've never been like a big Sinbad guy. Like I couldn't. My, name I remember my dad really liked him. Okay. My dad thought he was funny too. Okay. So that just rubbed off on me. Yeah, he's the MVP of this movie for me. Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. is so freaking funny, and it's the fact that he uh, improv like all of his lines. When I heard that in the podcast, it makes total sense because it's like he is just like in a different movie than everybody else like he <laughs> he's just going on rants and rambles and he's like working on like his stand-up skits just in yeah. the middle of filming this movie and it's so bizarre but it's amazing it's easily mm-hmm. the best part of this movie and some of his rants are like they're like uh they're kind of like conspiracy theory-ish in a lot of them um yes but- He's not really wrong in one of them. He's like, you know, he's like these toy companies, they, they're just like selling all these products to our kids and we got to buy them. And he's like, there's, there's marketing to our kids are taking advantage of us. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. He's like yelling about it. And I'm like, I mean, you're really not wrong. And then he chokes the lady. 
Yeah, he's like choking the random thing. He's like, they're killing us, woman. They're killing us. And they're like, can you please stop <laughs> choking that stranger lady? He also has yeah. Like, he is hysterical line. in this. He has an amazing um, line that I wrote, that I wrote down for my notes. Uh, it's when he's in the radio station, and they're like, mm-hmm. "What's wrong with this guy?" He's like, "I work for the post office, so you know I'm not stable." <laughs> yeah. So I put that. Do you remember? like going postal being a thing oh like do you remember people saying that yes but i have never thought once about what that means is that referring to postal it's like going crazy like i kind of remember people saying that and not really understanding what they meant and i'm pretty sure like people had this idea that post office workers were all just like gonna go crazy and like kill everybody because they just do the same stuff over and over and over and they were going to go crazy yeah oh i'm looking up the the wikipedia page here the expression derives from a series of incidents from 1986 onward in which united states postal service workers shot and killed managers fellow workers and members of the police or general public in acts of mass murder between like 1970 and 1997, more than 40 people were killed by former employees of the United States Postal Service. Holy shit. So it wasn't just something that I like kind of made up. No, it, that is a hundred percent. a real facts. thing. Man. And that's not even something that Sinbad made up for this movie. That's a very real thing. That was yeah, like yeah. Oh Man, my gosh. That's messed up. That adds a whole new depth to uh, his character. <laughs> no I didn't realize kidding. this movie was also a, uh, like a, like reaching out, like letting us know that postal workers need help. I didn't realize it was that deep. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Um, um, but anyway, he is the best part of this movie for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. So the beginning here where they're, um, where so they're outside the store and then they get into the store and everyone's like scrambling to get these toys. And like, obviously I collect action figures. Mm-hmm. And when new ones come out, like, I check the inventory at stores to see if the stock goes up, and then I go and I check. Like, <laughs> th- it saves me money. <laughs> so I do it. I am I am pretty hardcore about my action figures. So I just, like, I enjoyed this movie so much. Like, this beginning where he's just going everywhere looking for it. And they're, like, showing the flashbacks to all the old toys. And then he's at the Mall of America. And I <laughs> this note I put... Well, first I said the Mall of America is amazing because I went there so many times as a kid. And then I said, I thought I was drinking coffee during this movie, but I looked down at my cup and it was 12 ounces of pure nostalgia. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. I was having so much fun in the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, I, as I was watching this movie, I was like, is this a good movie? No. It's not. Mm-hmm. But am mm-hmm. I enjoying it every minute of it? Absolutely. It was yep. it was just enjoyable. And it's just like it's so weird because like none of this movie like really works. Like you can tell they threw it all together. Like there's just there's it's just so random. Missing. It's very random. It feels like they had like three major set pieces they really wanted to hit. They're like, we need the parade, we need, we need the, the Santas. The the bootleg Santas. Like Santas. Yeah. <laughs> And then we need a bunch of scenes of Arnold fighting people in a in like stores for a toy. Yes. And it was like, yeah, it's yeah, a little rest later. <laughs> a kid's comedy Christmas movie, but he still made it into an action movie. 
yeah i wish somebody would have like ripped his sleeves off at some point so he could have <laughs> there's a great meme of him shirtless and he's like sprinting i'm not even sure what movie it's from but he's just uh-huh. gigantic and he's just like sprinting and the meme's always like when there's like when mom makes dinner and you're the last person there or whatever and he's just like <laughs> sprinting down the road it's incredible i wish they would have uh, ripped his sleeves off so he could have had just his gigantic arms like choking zinbat or something or this movie yes um so talking about the bootleg santas so like he goes through all this he doesn't get turbo man um okay, and then the, quick, the same look how, okay look how freaking big he is in this meme i've seen that that just looks ridiculous that is crazy i know i've in our whenever we do this youtube series where we cover running form for, <laughs> in popular <laughs> culture yes his running form is not that good but his arm he's so freaking yacked dude I was, well i mean his range of motion is probably like 20 degrees <laughs> yeah probably but anyway go ahead go ahead sorry okay so uh when he is that he's at the mall and then santa claus that is at the mall is like yo, I got a hookup on Turbo Man. And Santa and his elf lead him to this janky warehouse where there's all these dudes and I think there's girls there too, dressed as Santas and uh, elves. And they're making bootleg toys. Yeah, and, like, like, and they speak Spanish and all the parts are broken and stuff. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, what the heck? Like, that felt so out of nowhere i was like what is going on and then he gets in a fight he fights all the santas and then he takes on big show yes i marked out dude i wrote down in my notes oh it's the big show yes and then he also takes on Vern troyer yeah i did not realize that was Vern troyer until i i immediately did i was like holy crap i was looking at the cast and he's like the last person listed i was like really Vern troyer's the santa well this was probably before he blew up in Austin Powers. Yeah, this was only like his third movie role. Like he was still. And in, in Austin Powers, he doesn't speak words. Yeah, but he's amazing. He just goes, ee, ee. <laughs> <laughs> We need to review Austin Powers. You completely. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Ah, just like we've talked about before we started recording, we've talked about like 20 things we need to record. Like we need mm-hmm. to get yeah, for yeah, for for season two, we need to just like knock out the the biggest and best things that we need to do. Going monster hunting. Get the big one. All right, let's see. Let's move on here. Oh, I couldn't stand Ted. I'm glad that he got some comeuppance in this movie. I Ted wish Arnold would have punched him in the face. Yes, I, I was hoping for that too. Shit. Um, I put this neighbor dad is thirstier than Ethan. <laughs> 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 oh man yeah he probably is but i'll tell you what the mom of this movie was kind of cute she's just a, as a woman even tom hanks wife what i i believe i already read that or heard that oh. um i did like some of the jokes they made like the kid named the reindeer ted after his dad ted so then when arnold's talking yeah. on the phone with jamie he's like where's your mother and she's like Oh, she's across the street petting Ted. And he's like, what? <laughs> okay, yeah, the scenes of him just like yelling on the phone. He's like, put that cookie down now. <laughs> oh, they're, <laughs> they're so cookie. bad. All the scenes of Arnold just yelling in the phone are probably my favorite dialogue choices of his from this movie. 
Like, what? He's betting dead. <laughs> Get your mom out. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm just going through the, some of the last few notes I had. I'm trying um, to think. Oh, there was a ninja Santa in that scene. Oh, that yep, yep. Yes. I was, I mean, I thought that scene was hilarious. Like, I was laughing. I was like, this is so bizarre. And the movie does just keep getting more bizarre. Yeah. It's like, the Santa it started pretty really... grounded at first. Yeah. yeah. And then the Santas and the bizarre fight scenes. And then the parade just got insane. The parade is bonkers because, well, the effects are just so terrible in this yes. movie. Like, they yes. did not take the time or the budget to make that look good. But he does, like, he, at the jetpack thing, he flies, like, 200 feet in the air, probably. Like, he's way up in the cloud. Like, he's way uh -huh. up there. Yeah, it was crazy. You would just die just free-falling that far. Well, like, that was the... For, um, oh, what was I saying? I didn't like how they made this jump from, like, like a relatively grounded movie with some goofy stuff to cartoon, like a cartoonish movie. Like... This movie's all over the place. Once I hit the jetpack stuff, I was like, what is going on? I was like, <laughs> it's pretty uh, yeah, it's pretty I don't know. Weird. It was weird. I didn't get too picky with it, but um, I thought it was weird. They could, they should, they should have cut out the reindeer stuff. Yes. Okay. I don't think I put this in my notes, but I, that's one part of this movie that I legitimately just didn't like at all. I know. Why is this reindeer and, even there? And why is it such a dick? And why is he? Like punching a reindeer in the face. Yes, he punches it in the face, knocks it out, and then has a beer with it, and it gets drunk. What? Yeah, that was one part of this movie. Like generally, this movie is just kind of ridiculous and goofy, and I'm fine with it. And that the, that everything with the reindeer, I was like, what are you even talking? What are we doing here? Yes. Yep. I thought that was so stupid. I didn't understand that at all. Part of the issue with this movie is that this movie, it's more for like Black Friday. Is like the it, it, crux it, it, of like the the consumerism part and the running out of time with the with the toy yeah. and everything. So, but they're trying to make it a Christmas movie, so they have to add the weird Santa Claus scene and the reindeer. Yeah. So, like, they have to add those things to make it a Christmas movie when yeah. really it's more like a Black Friday consumerism. Yeah, this would be great. We need some Black Friday. We need some Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, but you need that. You need that timeline of he literally has like until today to get this toy because Christmas is tomorrow. So yeah. that, that reasoning is there. And this is also another movie that like couldn't, this probably doesn't even make sense to like kids today because they're like, well, I'll just go on Amazon and find it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. At Amazon Prime, you have it delivered tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure like a 10 year old now probably has no idea what it was like to try to wait in lines for toys and stuff. For anything? Yeah, really anything. Yeah. Um, did you catch the line when, so at the parade, when he is getting dressed up like Turbo Man, did you catch the line that Booster, the guy that playing Booster said? Mm, what did he say? So he was, he's like, where have you been? Because the, the original guy didn't show up. So they're dressing up Arnold because they think he's the replacement. And he's like, I've been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> oh my god yeah no, and i was that. reading um before this that on the tv edits of this that they cut that out oh really 
Mm-hmm. Like we were, um, I watched the DVD on DVD, and on TV they cut that out. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that's probably good that they cut that out. Yeah, yeah, that's that probably is, for the that best. is kind of funny, but it makes sense that they would cut it out. Uh huh. It was one of those. Oh, let's move yeah. on. So, yep. we, uh, do you have any other big notes from this movie? I was going to point out uh, about the Big Show and his role. He looks cut in this movie. He looks really slim, doesn't he? Is this so? This was like 95, 96 when this was filmed. It was like 96. So is he still WCW? Okay, he didn't come to WWE. Yeah. Like 99. Well, yeah, I think he's still in WCW. So he's probably like 26 in this role, but he looks cut, man. Like, he did. He looked very slim. I was impressed. I wish him and Arnold would have like a more intense fight scene because no kidding. Two big dudes right there. Well, they didn't want to. Probably didn't, Arnold probably didn't want to because Big Show makes him look like a normal sized human. That's probably a good point. He's probably still, I mean, he's big show still easy 380, 400 pounds, as cut as he can as oh, cut yeah. as he can be. He's still a big, big dude. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably did make him look small. You're probably right. Um, in the final battle between um Sinbad and Arnold, um, when he like lands on the platform and people are booing him, and he's like, F you, F you. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. They're like, wait, is this in the script? No, nothing was here for Sinbad. I thought that was hysterical because he's like, <laughs> he's not trying to be sneaky at all about hopping in and stealing this guy's costume and trying to get this Turbo Man toy. And he's telling the crowd to F off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, he's pretty incredible. Um, there is one weird, really, really weird scene that you can tell this movie's pre 9 11 because just the way that we, oh the bombs yes the way oh, the bomb we discuss bombs and terrorism post 9 11 is completely different so yep. he pretends to have a bomb in a christmas package he's a delivery man and twice the, yeah the first time it's just like a i don't even know i don't remember what it is it's something stupid like a watch or something um uh-huh pretends the bomb and then he drops it and they figure out to watch the second time he pretends that his package is a bomb and he leaves the police to deal with it Mm-hmm. And this police officer who's in a lot of the scenes of this movie we didn't talk about much but he's pretty good too yep um he's like i was on the bomb squad for 10 years i can take care of this and he, he smells and he, it and yeah, then he shakes he, it yeah he smells the package and then shakes it and then it's a real bomb and it blows up on the floor of this new uh, uh, radio building yeah which i i was like holy shit i was like i wrote in my notes wait that was an actual bomb but like <laughs> before before 9 11 11 like I, I just, before 9-11, that's just like kind of run-of-the-mill, like cartoonish comedy. It is a very cartoonish thing. Yeah, that's true. Like no one would bat an eye at that. Like it's just, haha. Still though, it's nuts. Looking back at it in 2020, you're like, what? They had a well, package bomb blow up in a radio, but like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. But nuts. Um Oh, I just thought about this, actually. I didn't put this in my notes, but how big was this suit to fit on Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, I don't know. It was pretty tight. Like, but how big must that, like, the original guy they had to do it? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger is, like, 6'3", 250 pounds. Yeah, but did you see how many pieces it was? It wasn't, like, like one solid suit. It was, like... Still would have had to been a 200-pound man in it the first yeah. time. Yeah, just a big effing dude. At least... And he looked like a big effing dude in that suit. I'm 200 pounds and Arnold is substantially larger than me. Yeah. Because he's like 2% body fat at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought about that. But that's funny that even like he could even fit in the suit. 
Um, How does his son not recognize him when he's okay. literally like six feet away from him? Yes, that was my last note. I was gonna say this is my last thing is he seriously doesn't recognize his dad. Like they have this like weak, weak ass voice changer, but like yeah. he's flying with him. They're literally face to face and he's not like, oh, dad. Yeah, they're literally like two inches apart and he knows his name. He's like, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, come here. I got this dough for you, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, whatever. And his wife doesn't even recognize him until he takes the mask off. I know. And then everyone's like, oh, yay. And I'm <laughs> like, this is a great part where he like takes the mask off and he's like, whatever. And she's like, that's my husband. Like, that's the only time that she's been even a little bit happy to be married to him this mm-hmm. whole movie, because he's mm-hmm. a piece of shit this whole movie. He is. He sucks as a father. He's a bad father and a bad husband and a dick. Like, he tries to steal his neighbor's, like, gift from that child. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. That was pretty messed up. And then in the end, he rigs, like, a contest so that his son can get a toy. So, like, I don't feel <laughs> like he ever looked, like, he, like, in the thing we talked about earlier, like, he never learns about the Christmas spirit. He's just a monster this whole yeah, movie. Please enlighten me on what he learned from this experience. He learned that the American way of consumerism and capitalism, you have to undercut. The only person who like learns a lesson in this movie is the kid because he gives the toy to Sinbad. Mm-hmm. Which actually, I forgot that's what happened. But when I was watching this, I, I did like, too. I was like, this kid should just give that toy to someone if he's going to win it. Like his dad's already freaking turbo. His dad is freaking turbo, man. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he just give that toy to someone. I completely forgot that he literally gives it to Sinbad. But I was like, yeah. in my head, I was like, he just gives it to someone. And then you yeah. it. I'm like, oh, good job, kid. Look at you. You have the Christmas spirit. Everyone else in this movie is a freaking monster. For real. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. So you have any other notes before we get this bad boy grade? Nope. Or do you just want to give some final thoughts about it? Because I, I, like, this movie is not a classic movie. It's not a good, it's not a great movie. It's not even probably, like, one of my, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, a top five Christmas movie by any means yeah it's kind of like anti-christmas almost like the santas are all jerks like they make parents who buy their kids presents look like jerks uh-huh the dad like not even brats ted uh ted is the one that's like most in the christmas spirit and it's all just to get with women yeah and he's just trying to nail arnold schwarzenegger's wife which yeah what is he thinking Arnold schwarzenegger would beat the shit out of him <laughs> i know and i thought it was gonna happen i was hoping but yeah, so I mean, this movie's almost like it's almost an anti-Christmas movie. It's barely a Christmas movie. There's yep. no Christmas spirit to be found anywhere in this film. Yep. Um, but but I liked it. I don't know. I don't know exactly why I got such terrible reviews. I imagine mm-hmm. because like if you take like a reviewer in 1996, like an actual like critic of movies, and they're like, "Is this a good film?" I'm like, "No," because <laughs> it's yeah. not. But it's fun. I had a lot of fun. It was really it. fun. Yeah. And Sinbad, okay, if you replace Sinbad with anybody else, probably this movie fails, but, Mm -hmm. and even Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, I don't love Arnold Schwarzenegger as an actor, but in this film, I thought he was really funny. and I thought he went well with Sinbad. Yes, they played off each other very well. Um, I saw that Tim Allen was considered for Schwarzenegger's role, and I don't think that would have been bad either. Especially at, at that time, I think it, that still would have been fine. It wouldn't have been the same because, like, I, 
He's Tim Allen in the '90s is just Santa Claus. Is he me. just a Santa Claus? Yeah. I yeah. Agree. So like, it would have, it wouldn't change the tone of the movie, but even that, I don't think it would have been bad. But no, I enjoyed Arnold in Sinbad. I did too, actually. I liked a, a good amount of this movie. It, it like as I was watching it, it was just weird because like the whole time I was like, this movie is not very good, but I'm enjoying myself. So I don't know. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, am I wrong? Like, but then yeah. I listened to a couple of reviews and podcasts, and that's what pretty much everyone said. They're like, okay. the movie was terribly reviewed when it came out, uh-huh. and it's not good, but, like, it's just enjoyable to watch. Like, everyone just needs to quit hating on it. It's a good movie. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, give it you a grade. want to give your final grade first? Sure, yeah. Um, I will say, I've even gone back and forth about this a little bit, so, but I'll give it an and all that and a bag of some chips like it was enjoyable i liked it better than home alone that's for sure okay i did not give home alone all that in a bag of chips but i liked this better like it was at least somewhat fun i have a couple scenes that i like really remember that were pretty funny i um distinctly remember the scene where they're throwing all of the like lotto balls in the air and like the oh, mall yeah. scene like i remembered that very clearly and i kind of remembered other bits and pieces but like i knew that was coming yeah yeah so like i won't i will not try to argue with anyone who doesn't like this movie i completely get it but i loved it as a kid and i i liked it enough today to to enjoy it so it was fun yeah um i thought the same thing like the beginning when i when i was like just geeking out over all the action figure stuff i was like i'm having i'm loving this right now but like i i would just like you said i would not argue with someone if they're like this movie sucks i'd be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. does. But I like it. <laughs> it was. It was so fun. Which, I mean, that's the whole point. We're going back to see if things were good, and I enjoyed it. So, I like, I don't know. I can't say it wasn't all that in a bag of chips. I think it was all that in a bag of chips. It made <laughs> me laugh. Um, I told Jenny before it started that if it wasn't that great, I probably wouldn't finish it. I would just watch enough of it. And I watched the whole thing. Like, I had fun. It was. I thought it was a fun movie yeah not not necessarily a good one yes no we are not grading whether the movie is good or not we are grading whether (laughs) all that in a bag of chips was just a league of its own it is its own qualifications yeah this wasn't meant to win awards correct it was meant it was just a part of the arnold schwarzenegger wheel (laughs) that's a good point all right man so let's uh let's take a quick break and then I, i don't even have trivia for this and we've already been recording for like two hours so i think uh we're gonna we'll skip it for this week. We'll knock out okay. next week's episode is gonna be crazy enough. We'll 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 make up for our trivia this time. But sounds good. So let's take a quick break and then we will hit our closing and we'll get out of here. All right, we are back. We are ready for our closing segment. So we are not going to do trivia this week because Sam and I have already been recording for like two hours and we've gone off, we've gone off the rails a couple of times already with some side topics. So it's like almost 1030. So we're going to shut this episode <laughs> down, but next week, I don't even know if like you, I was going to say, Sam, tell the listeners what we're doing, but there's so many parts to this that this is going to have to be a team effort mm-hmm. to really even explain what's happening. So uh, next week, we are doing the season one finale. The Megasode. The Megasode, the <laughs> finale, the wrap-up of 2020, and the end of season one. 
of all that in a bag of chips, whatever that means. Cause we'll be back a week after that, but this is our wrap up for the year wrap up for season one. Um, we got some fun stuff planned for, uh, January, um, season we'll, we'll two. Yeah. We're going to season three. We're going to season four and then we got a five year anniversary and then we're going on we got a 10 year. We're doing it all. Yeah, the, the Hulkamania Express, the Chipamania Express is running wild. We are going. We're not taking any breaks. I almost thought about suggesting, like, taking a week break, but then I said, and we can edit this. Fuck it. We're rolling right to the new year. Let's go. I'm excited. I'm ready to rock. Um, so, yeah, so next week, we are going to rank every single episode that we've done so far, which I, I don't know how that's ranking is going to work exactly because we're literally ranking, like, Freaking, what are, what is the shit? What's the little uh, lollipop thing that we ate? Baby bottle pops. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're working like baby bottle pops for us, like Jurassic Park, and somehow we have to grade that on the same scale. I don't know how it's gonna work. We're gonna make it work though. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we're gonna post some stuff on our social media starting uh, this Wednesday. Um, having you guys like mention your favorite episodes or favorite moments, whatever. So we're gonna just wrap everything up. We're gonna rank all of our episodes. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. We're going to try to talk to all of our past guests at some point in the next week or so and just kind of check in with them, see how they're doing, uh, talk about some of their favorite memories of being on the show. Um, we're going to get all of our Patreon members on as well. So it's going to be a crazy episode. Um, and then we're going to roll into January and we're going to cover some good stuff. And so we'll uh, we'll announce some of the stuff we have coming up next week because we need to figure it out. But um, yeah, man. And then, oh, Sam, do you want to, want to tell them about your uh, trivia that we're gonna do and why we have to like redo a trivia segment. Uh, yeah, yeah. So next week, um, special guest Jenny, my wonderful wife, is coming back on the show because it was a long recording. We weren't really paying attention. Ethan, Ethan gave us trivia. He gave us 15 questions. So <laughs> Jenny got to come back and tie it up with eight questions and I only got to answer seven. So she's going to come back. We're going to do trivia, and we're just going to pick a year. So I think we're going to do 1992. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it. But um, we're just going to get random trivia from one of the years in our range and fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I think we decided 19, the year of our birth, we're going to do uh, just 1992 trivia. And it's going to be intense. Um, it's going to be great. And then we're gonna, yeah, we're just gonna wrap it all up, man. So I'm excited. Scale of one to ten. How excited are you for this? I'm so excited for this. Uh, for I'm very excited. I'm excited to go back because I know there's stuff I've forgotten about that we did. There's episodes that I forgot about. Yeah, yeah. And also there's episodes that I don't remember recording. And <laughs> um, I'll talk about it next week probably. But um, I recently showed. Uh, I had someone listen to The Mask episode uh-huh because that is one i don't remember recording sam oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> whoops um but it was fun it was fun to listen to so uh we'll go over some of our best moments rank all of our stuff it's gonna be a blast so come join us next week um it's gonna be a good time so anything else we need to discuss before we get out of here sam i don't think so all right man that's all i got so, sam take us away we will smell you later Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafu, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo, Toy Story, Joe, Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk, Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo.
Mario Land before time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman, Baby, Bottle Pop, Shrek, and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock, Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon! Beetleborg, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise, Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice, Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Millen, Naka Show, Reading Rainbow Barney, and Collecting Every Pog, All Toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage, Look How Wordly Dogs!